Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh 
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده على من لا نبي بعده ولا أمة بعد أمتي ولا شريعة بعد شريعتي ولا كتاب بعد كتابي Respected honored scholars, ulama, elders, beloved brothers, mothers and sisters and those that are listening over the receivers Whilst the world continues to progress technologically it is retrogressing morally and spiritually. Whilst the world continues to progress technologically, it is retrogressing morally and spiritually. While life seems to become easier theologically, it is becoming more and more challenging practically. Tension, frustration, depression has become the order of the day. Happiness, joy, and prosperity is something of the past. Wallahi, never mind becoming a victim to any tragedy which perhaps might warrant depression. The fears that are ever lurking, the fears that are haunting the mind of the average man today, it is sufficient depression. If you open Mustadraf, the Arabic poet says it so amazingly. He said, oh my brother, uh, he said, I see you sitting in front of me. He was a scholar, the scholar addressing the congregants. He said, my brothers, I see you sitting in front of me. And by the very gesture on your faces, it indicates to me that you are going through mayhem and turbulence in your life. What did he say? Relax, take it easy and put your complete trust and reliance on the Almighty Allah. Relax, take it easy, and put your complete trust and reliance on the Almighty Allah. Why? The one that relies on Allah takes life very easy. You know, like I've mentioned many a times, what do they say in English? Of course, it is just an example, you know, nothing beyond that, that to speak to Allah, no breath is lost. To walk with Allah, no strength is lost. To wait for Allah, no time is lost. So trust on the Almighty Allah and you would never be lost. What does the Arabic poet say? That the only way to avert financial depression is to convince yourself that Allah is the sole sustainer. Once you have convinced yourself that Allah is the sole sustainer, now the gross fluctuation in the currency, the competitors in the market, the volatility of the rand, dollar and pound, and the fake predictions of the economists will not bother you in the least bit. Yesterday we said things were cheap, we could not afford it, we did without it. We said things were cheap, we could not afford it, we did without it. Today we say things are expensive, Allah has given it to us today, so what is the fuss for? What is the fuss for? You know the topic of mental health, my brother's time is short. It is very difficult to encapsulate this topic in 10-15 minutes. The issue of mental health, I was in Australia a few weeks ago, and there was a conference that was held dealing with mental issues. And you will be amazed to find out and identify the issue of mental health. In fact, this morning, in fact, what prompted me to speak on this topic, I received a call earlier this morning. There was this young man, young man, 25 years of age. And he said, Molana, you know what? I'm suicidal. I'm depressed. You know, I don't know what to do. I said, I don't know what to do. He said, I'm trying to read my salah. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. 
Mental health is a major issue. We cannot turn a blind eye to that. We cannot turn a blind eye. Really, we're living in trying times. The Nabi of Allah وسلم, has given us some amazing prescriptions. When we open the 14 juz of Quran, what does Allah Ta'ala tell us? وَلَقَدْ نَعَلَّمُ أَنَّكَ يَضِيكُ صَدْرُكَ بِمَا يَقُولُونَ O Muhammad وسلم, we know you feel depressed when the kuffar do not listen to your message. Let us give you that prescription to remove that inner depression of yours. Can there be any better prescription than what Allah prescribes to His Nabi? What is the prescription of Allah? Praise Allah, glorify Allah, fall in sajda, put your head on the ground, fall in sajda, and continue worshipping Allah until death overtakes you. Remember, this comes from the Almighty Allah. Anxiety, depression is from the side of Allah. Contentment can never be acquired, it is inspired. You need to understand that. Contentment can never be acquired, it is inspired. Fir'aun, that notorious bloodshedder. We all know who was Fir'aun. You know, the life that he led, Allah Ta'ala blessed him with opulence and you know, affluence in this world. Musa salam barely comes into this world. Somebody comes to Fir'aun and whispers into his ears that Fir'aun, a child is going to be born and you would lose your kingdom at the hands of that young man. Scholars write, from that day that was a different Fir'aun. From that day that was a different Fir'aun. A man is living a flamboyant lifestyle. You know, you get a pain, doctors suspect cancer, may Allah protects. That's the end of joy. That's the end of happiness. That's the end of holidays and vacations in the life of that man. You know, one example I always gave on a light note. So they say this man was sitting on the seaside and relaxing. So somebody comes to him, why are you wasting your time? What do you expect me to do? No, get up and get a job. Get a job and do what? Then you can buy the home of your dreams. And then what? Then you could buy the car of your dreams. And then what? Then you could travel the world. And then what? Then you could go to the most exotic destination on the world and relax on the seaside. He said, well, my brother, I'm already enjoying that. I'm already enjoying that. Be honest, my brothers. You like the Arabic poet says, go deep into the heart of that man. He said, I went to a doctor. I went to a physician. I said, doctor, you know what? I'm getting white. I'm aging rapidly. Could you perhaps diagnose? What's the diagnosis? So he said, the doctor looked at me. He felt my pulse. This is the beauty of the Arabic language. What did he say? You have a lot of phlegm in your body. You have a lot of balgham in your body. He said, I told the doctor, leave phlegm. Balghamu. It's not phlegm, it is depression. Wallahi, he tap any man on his heart and tap any man on his shoulder and let him pout his heart. Every man is in crisis. Don't be deceived by the luxury car the man drives. Don't be deceived by the palatial home he lives in. Go to the remote part of Africa. A man who owns nothing of this world. He's sleeping beneath the tree and is enjoying the divine sleep. This man is taking this pill, that medication. Insomnia is a medical condition that is only increasing in this ummah. You know, if you go onto the internet, there are statistics that are mind-boggling. In 1973, the World Health Organization 
there is a suicide analyst, a Muslim brother, who's based in Durban. I met him some years ago. You know, he's done some research, and I've traveled to America, many countries across the globe. I've attended many of these conferences and programs. You know, when we speak about mental health, I mean, this is something that has paralyzed us. My brother, if you enjoy contentment, Wallahi, make shukar a million times to the Almighty Allah. You don't know what people are going through, what people are going through. They say in 1973, the World Health Organization released statistics that 3% of the world population suffered from severe depression. In 1978, it rose to 5%. In 1981, there was a conference that was held in Chicago on mental disorders. And the chairman at the conclusion of the conference had announced that globally, 100 million people were victims of immense depression. 1981, years later, years later. In fact, I read an article not too long ago. And this is something I'm thinking to myself. Ya Allah, in the midst of affluence, how can, and you know, one may think, when you speak about anxiety, depression, you know, somebody who's living in some remote part in Africa who does not enjoy the comforts and the luxuries, you know, that you and I enjoy, but you'll be startled to know I am inundated. I mentioned to one of the brothers this morning, I said that our masajids, you know, we don't realize that what, what happens around, what happens in the community. You're not living on an island. You're not living in a bubble, my brother. There are people that are going through serious depression. I deal with these cases, wallahi, on a weekly basis. The elderly youngsters come, well, I'm suicidal. I'm feeling depressed. I don't know what to do. What's the problem? You know those antidepressants that they speak about? You know this example, like one scholar, one brother explained it so amazingly. And I mean, it makes sense, antidepressants. You know, so this man is driving his car, and there's a rattle in the car. You know, there's a rattle. So he's looking high and low, he can't find the fault. So he comes to the mechanic and he says, you know what, I'm driving this car and there's this rattle. And I can't, could you perhaps diagnose and find the fault? So the mechanic looks high and low, he dismantles the dash. And he says, you know what, I can't find the problem and the fault. But I have one solution for you. The next time when you drive and the rattle is bothering you, all you do is put the radio louder and drive. That is what depression is. You camouflage the problem, you solve nothing. My brothers go back to Quran. The ayat in Quran. Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab, Abdullah bin Ab, uh, those one Sahabi. He says at the time of Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab, radiallahu ta'ala anhu wa arda. And this is what Quran has that ability. He said, I was sitting with the Nabi of Allah. Mufti Shafi Sab has recorded this narration in Ma'arif al Quran. And he says, I was sitting with the Nabi of Allah. And the was one Sahabi was extremely ill. Was extremely ill. And Abdullah bin Mas'ud went up to this man and whispered something into his ears and instantly Allah cured him. Instantly Allah cured him. Nabi alayhi salam called Abdullah bin Mas'ud. He said, what did you read in this man's ear? He said, Allah motivated me and inspired me with an ayat of Quran. Nabi alayhi salam was, was so elated, was so elated. Allah had to comfort and console the Nabi of Allah. What does the Arabic quote say? Uh, a slave is a king as long as he is content and a king is a slave as long as he has greed let me repeat that a slave is a king as long as he is content 
and a king is a slave as long as he has greed. And one of the contributing factors to anxiety and depression today, I swear by Allah, it is sin. Let us look at one narration of Nabi Ali Salam. What did Nabi Ali Salam say? Honesty brings about contentment. Honesty brings about satisfaction. Honesty brings about that inner joy. And lies brings about restlessness and uneasiness. Ask that man who's popping that pill and he's flying on cloud nine. Or ask that man who's involved in an illicit relationship. The wife mustn't see the phone number. She mustn't see the WhatsApp. You've got this code, you've got that code, you know, on the phone. This man, you know, is constantly depressed. And the moment the wife sees that message, you all know what happens. My brothers are not just thumb sucking. You know, the zinikah that will be taking place. We're living in a sick society. There was some issue that we dealt with, you know, some time ago. 12 o'clock at night, wife is busy on WhatsApp. Husband asks the wife, what, what you up to? No, no, I'm just sharing some recipes with, with my friends. One wife asks the husband at night, no, no, I'm just concluding a business deal. Allah alone knows what business deal the husband is concluding in the middle of night. And Allah alone knows what recipe the wife is sharing with another man in the dead of night. We're living in a sick society. Really anxiety, depression. This is something that has paralyzed us. It has crippled us as an ummah. You know, normally during the December period. You know, I spoke about this some years ago. And people told me, Malala, why are you raising this topic? I mean, it's happening in the Muslim community. Approximately six years back, at that time we were doing some research on this topic. Uh, you know, uh, there were some academics that had written certain topics. And we were looking at it in the light of Quran and Sunnah. There was a survey that was conducted. Leave the rest of the world, leave the rest of the country. In Durban alone, in Durban alone, in the year 2016, there were 25 suicides in the Muslim community in the month of December. In the month of December. It's a reality. We cannot shy away from it. Wallahi, those that are depressed, you know, go, there are avenues out there. There are those that deal with, you know, these type of, uh, you know, mental related issues. Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I'll leave you with a few du'as that we learn from the sunnah. Nabi alayhi sallam teaches us, number one, after salah, take your right hand, place it on your forehead, and read the du'a. Allahumma adhib anni alhamma wal huzn. O oh Allah, remove grief, remove sorrow from my heart and my body. Another dua. As'aluka bikullis minhu walak anzaltahu fi kitabik aw sammayta bihi nafsak aw allamtahu ahadam min khalqik an taj'ala al-Qur'an rabi'a qulubina wa dhihaba humumina wa humumina. O Allah, I ask you through your attributes, your beautiful names an taj'ala al-Qur'an rabi'a qulubina. Oh Allah, make the Qur'an a source of light for my heart. And oh Allah, remove anxiety, remove depression, you know, from my heart and my body. In the rewrite of Bayhaqi, what did Nabi Alayhi Salaam teach us? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Is the cure for 99 ailments, the least of which is depression. But my brothers, I remind you, I remind myself, you can read all these du'as, but if there's no salah in your life, there's no deen in your life, there's no deen in your home, Haji Bhai Rahmatullahi you know, used to mention, I recall as a young boy, went out in the path of Allah, and there was a person that came to Haji Sahib, Allah bless these great giants. 
You know, Wallahi, these were luminaries. These were giants that the world will never see. We would never see them again in this world. I always say this, that there are certain, nobody is indispensable. But there are certain individuals that are irreplaceable. So this person says, you know what, I've got this issue at home with the why business is not happening. So he said, you're reading Salah occasionally. You're reading Quran, you know, occasionally. How about your Sadaqah? He said, in Ramadan, I give my Zakat. What did Haji Sab tell him? He said, it's like telling me, you know what, I'm walking out in the rain, make dua I don't get wet. You can get the pious of the pious, the cream of the cream, you know, to make dua. Wallahi, we need to insulate ourselves. We need to protect ourselves. Recite the duas, adopt practical measures. It's a, it's a concern in the Muslim community. You know, Wallahi, brothers, my heart cries. I'm telling you, this morning I received a call, and this brother was in tears. I told him I will meet you later on, you know, this afternoon. What people go through, Wallahi, if you enjoy contentment, if you enjoy contentment in your life, make shukr a million times to the Almighty Allah. Allah ta'ala grant us the tawfiq and the ability, you know, that we reflect, we internalize, and we by these amazing uh, advisors of Quran and Sunnah. You know, when you look at the battle, battle of Ohad, in the midst of the battle, today people cannot sleep on beds made of water, as they say. The Sahabi says, in the midst of the battle of Ohad, as the arrows were being showered, I was holding my sword in the hand, and the sword fell off, and I dozed off to sleep in the midst of the battle. People are sleeping on water beds. Wallahu ja'ala lakum min buyutikum sakana. Allah says, I provided for you a house in which you can get bliss, you can get comfort, you can get joy. If that house of yours is not providing for you the comfort, I swear by Allah, no destination in this world, no Niagara Falls, no Victoria Falls will give you the comfort. If you're not enjoying the comfort in your own home, you will never enjoy it in any destination of the world. May Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq, Allah grant us the ability. So brothers, like I mentioned, and those that are listening, you know, over the receivers, those that are going through these mental, you know, related issues. You know, normally when I speak about this topic, Wallahi, I swear by Allah, I can tell you I am inundated. I am inundated. You know, the other day I, I, on radio, they asked me, I was in Cape Town, so they asked me to speak on mental health. So I was busy in a program, and I just excused myself, and I can't, the amount of messages that I received, you know, people are going through these, you know, these type of issues. Brothers, just one other issue I would like to highlight, and, uh, you know, normally, uh, you know, during the December period, what normally happens, you find a lot of holiday makers, you know, who come to this part of, of the country. And I received calls from non-Muslims who work in the, you know, in the hotels, you know, in different parts of Durban, and they say that Imam kindly ad advise your community not to eat in this establishment. You know, this concept of halal friendly, where the food is halal, but they serve alcohol. I mean, we have so many options available. So many options we have available. You know, why? Your brother mentioned this to me. I mentioned it one of the days after Fajr. I'll just end on this. I was telling someone my brake pads are going a bit weak, so, uh, so, so there was, there's a restaurant here on the north of Durban. It's a famous place. Everybody goes. Many brothers go there. Mentioned this to me a few months ago. He said, Banana, we visited this restaurant. I received the meal and I could get the, the smell of, of alcohol. He said, I called the waiter. He said, okay, let me just check with the chef. The chef comes to the table. He said, my apologies. I gave you the wrong meal. We have, we have so many options at our disposal. Allah grant us the tawfiq. Allah grant us the understanding. Brothers, there will be a nikah that will be taking place now. Inshallah, uh, we'll perform the nikah, inshallah. The nikah parties could please come forward.
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي وقال فمن رغب عن سنتي فليس مني ونسأل الله ربنا أن يجعلنا مما يطيعه ويطيع رسوله ويتبع رضوانه ويشتري مسخته فإنما نحن به وله representative of the representative of the bridegroom of the, the representative of the bride Imran Ghura had given his daughter Tasfiya Ghura in marriage to Yusuf Baid in the presence of the two witnesses Bilal Ghura, Muhammad 
Magda. And the present gathering too, we witness to this, was a mahar of one through the coin. Have you, Yusuf, prayed, accepted tasmiya in your marriage? Through the kahtuha, akabiltuha, akazawwajtuha. But inshallah we could read our sunnah and the uh, parties will sign after the Jummah inshallah.
brothers that are standing outside, there are the sufficient facilities downstairs in the hall. You can make your way downstairs, inshallah. And the back, J. The classroom is at the back. There's sufficient space there. Those that are standing in the walkways in the Wudu area. If you need space, you can go into the classrooms at the back. Alhamdulillah, القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوسيكم نفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان إلى أزواجكم فقد قال تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد وعاشروهن بالمعروف فقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عند حد الوداع استوصوا بالنساء خيرا وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا خيركم خيركم لأهله وأنا خيركم لأهلي وكما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول وبقوله يهتد المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله لنا في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا 
من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يتع الله ورسوله فقد رشد من يعصيهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأستقهم حياء عثمان وقضاهم عليه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي من أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني يذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغوب عليهم ولا الظالمين والفجر وليال عشر والشفع والوتر والليل إذا يسر هل في ذلك قسم لذي حزر ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بعاد إرم ذات العماد التي لم يخلق مثلها في البلاد وثمود الذين جابوا الصخر بالواد وفرعون ذي الأوتاد الذين طغوا في البلاد فأكثروا فيها الفساد فصب عليهم ربك سوط عذاب إن ربك لبالمرصاد فأما الإنسان
الإنسان إذا مبتلاه ربه فأكرمه ونعمه فيقول فيقول ربي أكرمن وأما إذا مبتلاه فقدر عليه رزقه فيقول فيقول ربي أهانن الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الظالمين كلا بل لا تكرمون اليتيم ولا تحاضون على طعام المسكين وتأكلون التراث أكلا لما وتحبون المال حبا جما كلا إذا دكت الأرض دكا دكا وجاء ربك والملك صفا صفا وجيء يومئذ بجهنم يومئذ يتذكر الإنسان وأنا له الذكرى يقول يا ليتني قدمت لحياتي فيومئذ لا يعذب عذابه أحد ولا يوثق وثاقه أحد يا أيتها النفس المطمئنة ارجعي إلى ربك راضية مرضية فادخني في عبادي وادخني جنتي الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر
Allahu Akbar. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله وليك الجمال كله اللهم لا أحصي ثنان عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك لك الحمد يا ربنا كما يلقي الجلال وشكاو بمصطفانك اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا مولانا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا جلال والإكرام اللهم إن على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى وجلاستك نخير من الأولى اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك وقنا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وجودياتنا قرة أعلم واجعلنا من تفرين إماما اللهم ربنا لا تزيغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنا تنتزهار وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحابه اجمعين برحمتك يا أخي مضافين